What's up, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of the FOMO Fans Podcast. On this episode, uh, we're going to kick things into a little gear. Um, going to talk a little bit about personal branding, really the state of personal branding, what I think about uh, the topic in general, where I think people should start that are maybe just getting started uh, you know, in their personal brand journey. Um, maybe some tips I'm going to share for those that have been doing it for a while. And also, like who to listen to, who not to listen to, um, the research we probably should be doing when we're thinking about following someone's advice. And I, I think it starts off for me when we're thinking about this idea of personal branding is that, you know, I firmly believe that your first impression no longer happens with the clothing that you wear. Your first impression happens when someone Googles your name, when someone searches for you on LinkedIn, when someone uh, looks you up on Facebook and sees your public profile, uh, when someone listens to a podcast uh, that you are a host of or a guest on. Um, I, I firmly believe even you know if you're a speaker on stage or even if you're meeting someone at a networking offline event, I think those in today's day and age, you know, I like to think that very seldom do I go into a networking event without researching the people I'm meeting with. Uh, and therefore, we have to think about that is, you know, what is our first impression? You know, I, I always laugh, you know, Google your name and what are the results and do it in an incognito tab, of course, um, and do it, uh, you know, in, in, a, in a sense that, um, you know, Google your name, see what your results are. And that's a good place to kind of start. But I think, you know, where I wanted to kind of share what I wanted to talk about a little bit is that. You know, one of the things that you have to think about now is, you know, I've talked about having a niche versus not having a niche. Uh, I've talked about, um, you know, in the past, talked about the importance of video to shrink the distance between yourself and your, your you know, offline and online audience is how you build trust. But I also think it's important to understand that right now, building trust is not a short-term game. Uh, even if you're an overnight success influencer, uh, you know, I've been studying TikTok a lot. I have an episode coming up on the podcast um, all about what marketers can learn from TikTok. And a lot of it has to do with um, these instant fame that people are getting on TikTok, unlike any other platform um, in the past. But instant fame based on one piece of content does not allow you to build a business. Um, and, and you know, I, and I always like to say that you know, for me, personal branding is not um, wearing a hat. It's not wearing crazy shoes, dyeing your hair. It's not the fact that you've written a book and now are famous, and um, you know, you can claim that you know you can help other people become famous as well. You know, personal branding is that first impression. It is that. That reputation it is when someone looks into you and someone does research, you know, I was just recently buying a house um, in here in Virginia where I just moved. And uh, one of the things I was doing is uh, the houses that I was looking at, um, I went to the Facebook, Twitter account, Instagram account, all, all of the owners of the houses I was I was looking at. And that might sound creepy, but for me, I wanted to see, well, did they abuse their house? Were they bashing their house? I even, you know, went into Instagram story archives and was like, I'm curious to see like this this one house, actually the house that I'm in right now recording this in the studio, um, the, the, it had $200,000 worth of upgrades. And I was curious, you know, what were the thought process on there? Did they have a lot of bad experiences with their contractor? You know, all of these things. And, and it's so funny to me because... Here's the truth is that your digital footprint is happening around you every single day. What people say about you, every retweet, every share, even if you're not huge into social media, it, the idea of you know what groups you belong to, the, the article that you share into a Facebook group, or even if you post it onto your internal Slack, 
And so I look at this, you know, as we finish up 2019, as we move forward in 2020, I, I want to kind of talk a little bit about, you know, standing out. I think standing out now, it's not just about having, you know, like I, I have this argument about having a niche. And, you know, for those that don't, you know, know my stance on this, this the quick part of it is if you have a niche in meaning that you would like to do something that's very hyper-focused, double down on it, own it, make it your number one thing. But if you are someone like myself who does not have a niche, who likes to do a lot of multiple different things, talk about a lot of multiple different topics, work with a lot of different brands, uh, have a lot of different clients, even provide a whole bunch of different services, I think there is plenty of ways, and I, I think, I know there are plenty of ways that you can go about being successful without a niche. But when it comes to like that whole niche or like standing out thing, and if you guys want to listen to like the whole episode where I break down the whole um, niche piece, go ahead and check out episode 104 of the podcast. Um, I break down what the, you know, the whole uh, niche versus no niche debate as the, as the, uh, the CEO, president, and self-proclaimed, uh, you know, founder of team no niche um i talk a lot about the power of a niche but one of the things that i've actually been looking into for 2020 is not about all of a sudden having a niche rather i need to make it simple for people to talk about me and i need people to understand who i am and what i do that does not mean that i only need to be doing one thing it just means that i need to simplify my language i need to simplify my content so much so that I'm like kind of rebranding some of the things that I'm launching in 2020, including the thing that you're listening to right now. There's going to be a lot of changes in the in the labeling, the na- the narrative, a lot of changes even in the, the flow and episodic delivery of my content, not because all of a sudden I'm niching down, rather I am understanding that for me I need to simplify. And so here's where I look at it from personal branding, and I want to kind of wrap this into one big bow is that I believe in 2020, uh, you know, where we're moving to right now, we're going to see a lot more video. We're going to see a lot more people talking about artificial intelligence and chatbots and um, TikTok, of course, is going to continue to explode uh, because it adds fun to social media. It actually allows people to be authentic and vulnerable and real and all those kind of things, which are things I've been preaching about for years that we need to um, embrace when it comes to online, social media, digital marketing, all that kind of stuff. But where I'm looking, what I believe when it comes to personal branding and how we're moving this forward is I believe the simplicity of your brand will be the number one way you stand out. Okay, maybe number two. The number one way you're going to stand out is consistency, 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 consistency. The number two way will be standing out based on the simplicity of your message, simplicity of what you are known for, simplicity of how you break all of those things down. Now, stay with me on that because as I said, simplicity, do not mistake simplicity for having a niche. What I mean by this is understanding that if people are talking, when someone, listen to when someone introduces you, even listen to when someone um, uh, you know, uh, recommends you to someone else, what are the words that they use? What are the things, what are the brands? You know, for me, I always laughed because I always said like, Brian, I, you know, I worked with the UFC and, and IBM and SAP and Dell and Samsung. And then when someone would introduce me, they would say, Brian has made multiple trips to Iraq and Afghanistan. He worked for the US government. He's worked with lots of Fortune 500 brands. All of a sudden, I was like, wait a second. 
The thing that I think that people care about the most is not the thing that people are using to when they are trying to simply explain who I am and what I'm about or what I have done. And so I look at the, as we look in this future of personal branding, it isn't going to be about just being on one social network, even though I know everyone kind of preaches that. It's not going to be about having everyone has to have a niche, but I will say it will be about simply simplifying your messaging, simplifying your reputation, even simplifying what people can expect on each social network that they follow you for. Even simplifying something as simple as your email newsletter and making the the, the opening section of your email newsletter something that people are, are really knowing what to expect. And so I look at this as kind of a big change. And I also look at it as the more we become vulnerable, the more authenticity, and I believe right now, right now, 2019 uh, and 2020, as we move forward, uh, we are moving into this world where authenticity and transparency are no longer nice-to-haves. They are something that are being demanded by us, the consumer, us, the audience member. We want to, we want people to be transparent. We want them to share a little bit of their dirty laundry. We want to hear about their vulnerability, the things they're going through. Now, we don't want to hear people want and complain and say, why not me and blah, 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 blah. But I will say part of this, that that we look at this authenticity, we look at this vulnerability. One of the things you're going to start to realize is that there are a crap load of people in today's digital world that have simply aligned themselves with the right people that has allowed them to grow their brand, but they will quickly become exposed. And this is my prediction for 2020. They will start to be exposed as not really knowing much, not really providing much value, not really having much of an opinion. I mean, I can tell you there's a group of people that I've started to mute and unfollow on social media, uh, even stop listening to one of the podcasts that I listened to for a long while, because I started to kind of dive deep into the substance of this person, realizing that it's just because they were in it early and they aligned themselves with the right people. But what value have they added to other people's lives or business? What problems are they solving? What are, where do those things go? And so this is where I think this is exciting for me. And this is where I think it's exciting for everyone that's listening to this is that if you're looking for, if you're starting out, one of the things you, you have to understand is you have to have a presence, right? You need to be start being consistent. And remember, consistency doesn't mean you need to put content out every single day or every single week. Manage your own expectations, but you need to be consistent. If you say you're going to do something every single week, you need to do it every single week, especially at the start of your career. Now, I can tell you, this is practice what I preach uh, or what I'm saying, not what I'm doing. I have struggled with consistency myself individually. But when I started out, when I was starting to grow my personal brand in the, in the fall of 2013 fall of 2014 I was can I showed up on every Twitter chat I my my show the 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 show that I ran on Google Hangouts was there every single Monday we didn't miss a week even when it was a holiday week right and so I think consistency is is the most important thing and, and, and maybe that's how I can explain this if you're starting out consistency is a non-negotiable that's the number one thing if you are starting to grow your brand you're starting to uh, you know get, you know, understand your business model you're starting to get followers on social networks you're starting to be interviewed on, on shows you're starting to stand out as your expertise in your industry this is where simplicity becomes vital and so I look at this and I think it's so exciting because 
the thing that you do not want to do is you do not want to make it extremely complicated for people to, to talk about you, or you don't want to make it hard for people to understand who you are and what you're about. And I'm going to give you that advice from myself, because I can tell you in 2017 and even into 2018, my business was growing, but there was a lot of people that were in my inner circle, a lot of people that were really close to me that could still not explain what I did for a living or where I be, why people were so recommending me. And I think this is where we're, if that's your case in the future, you're going to be exposed because Right now, we put way too much credibility into the association that someone has. Oh my goodness, this person was on this podcast. Oh my goodness, this person retweeted this person. Oh my goodness, the 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 influencer marketing manager of Samsung is good friends with this person, so this person must be smart. No, this person's pretty good at networking. This person might have a, a good relationship. This person might have delivered something uh, of value. But when you're looking at people to follow, and, and I think this is something that I want everyone to understand, when you're looking at brands, pe- people's personal brands that you want to emulate, this is what I'm going to ask you to do. I'm going to ask you to ask yourself, am I willing to sacrifice what those people were willing to sacrifice? It could be time. It could be family. It could be personal life. It could be business life. It could be money. Am I willing to sacrifice what they were willing to sacrifice to get to where they're currently at? The second piece of it is, is my business model similar or on the same track as them? If you are someone that is like, oh my goodness, this person wrote a book about how to build my personal brand and that person's only business model is keynote speaking and you have no plan on build, on being a keynote speaker in the near future, taking their advice on how they've built their brand by being a, you know, a professor or writing books or whatever it may be, is probably not a good idea, right? Or because, hey... I'm going to give you personal brand advice because I've been in the game for 10 years. And in my 10 years experience, the fact that I got in early allowed me to do blah, 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 blah. If you are someone that's not in early into your, your industry, into your business, into your specialty, taking advice or following someone from that mindset will not do you justice. And I think there's some people that are getting burnt out right now. I believe there'll be some people that'll be exposed. Um, some of them are quote unquote personal branding experts. Some of them are Instagram experts or LinkedIn experts or Facebook masteries um, and I, and or chat bots, whatever it may be, people are going to start to get exposed, not because they they are they're fraudulent or bad humans, but because the advice that they are giving only works for people that are doing the exact same business, exact same timing, exact same methodologies as them, right? Like this is why like someone like Pat Flynn, someone like Jay Bear, these are people that I look up to because they've been doing it for 10 plus years in multiple different avenues, multiple different income streams. They've pivoted, they've adjusted, they've been successful in everything they've doing. Now, it doesn't mean you have to be successful, and everything you're doing it. It doesn't mean you have to have experience. I've, I learned plenty from 21 year old successful people, um, all the time. And I, I, I like to study young creators more than I do just about anything else. But where I want you guys to think about this and where I want you to leave this is start looking at your own brand and ask yourself who else is similar to me. They don't have to be in the same industry. And actually I, I prefer it for them to be in a different industry or a different walk of life, but start asking yourself, how do I align the, that like, what are they doing that also aligns to my business? Right. If, and I, I would even go as far as saying that if you're, if you're in e-commerce, 
Find, find someone who's built their personal brand and is in the e-commerce space or was in the e-commerce space in the past. If you are someone that is a brick and mortar or small business, maybe you're, you know, you're a middle manager for your, um, your company and you're like, wow, you know, in five years, I would love to leave my company and be the CEO of a company or I want to be a CMO of another company. Find someone that has, has done that prior to you have and use them as the bar. We too far, too many people right now are saying, oh my goodness, this person got on this show, this person worked with this brand, and I want to follow their steps for building my personal brand. And here's the thing. So many people don't know how they became famous, how they how their brand grew. Therefore, they can't teach you, uh, which I think is a massive problem. Uh, and, I, and I will say, I don't like to toot my own horn a lot, but you know, in 2013, I strategically set out to build the brand of iSocialFans. I, made, I made it my mission. Now, I didn't have all the steps. I've failed more than I've succeeded. But I can tell you, if you are someone that wants to build something from scratch and you want to pivot into a new industry, I was extremely successful in cybersecurity for the U.S. government. I was extremely successful in the cloud computing space, working with IBM and Dell and Samsung and Microsoft and, and Google I pivoted into a marketing space and decided to build a brand without leveraging the, that background of mine with simply the goal of doing it from scratch and, and creating a reputation based on trust and a whole bunch of things that I kind of outlined. And to me, that's where I look at it. And when someone tells me like, hey, Brian, give me personal branding advice. If they tell me like, oh, hey, this is my job. This is my role. I can tell them where to start. But I'm not going to tell them to follow all of my steps. Rather, I'm going to recommend some other people that they could follow. There's my friend Ryan Hanley. Ryan Hanley has done built an amazing personal brand um, in the the healthcare space, right? Uh, that's that's one that I'm absolutely love. Um, uh, my girl Jocelyn Fit Mission uh, Makeup. Um, she's done an amazing job of building a personal brand in the makeup um, lifestyle space. You know, Amy Landino, uh, my good friend. She went from YouTuber. Uh, with consistency to focusing on productivity and uh, understanding your, your life hacks and everything that goes into uh, creating your, your, your most successful life, your best life that you can put into. And I, so I look at this and I say, it's great to get advice, but don't, don't try to be or look at other people's success and their brand and measure it to yours unless you're willing to say, I'm willing to sacrifice the same thing as them and their business model is set up the same way as mine. Guys, that's all I got for you on this one. My name is Brian Fanzo, better known as iSocialFans. Send me a tweet at iSocialFans on Twitter. I'm iSocialFans on every single channel. The letter I, social, F-A-N-Z or Z. Uh, I'm on TikTok as well, as I've said uh, previously. And uh, we have a TikTok episode coming up very shortly. Uh, but follow, give me a follow. Let me know some of your thoughts on this topic, people that you're looking up to, um, some things that stand out for you. And I, I promise I have more to say on this topic coming very soon. And But until next time, Cheers, my friends. Make it a good one. Remember, every digital action you take is a way of telling your story. Therefore, make it count. Share, amplify those that align with you, those that, that, that you believe share your purpose and passion. And I promise it'll do great things for you and your brand. Cheers.